Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome, this is the World of Boating, Gregor first me, Captain Patrick and Barry the Boater rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. All right, so uh, we got some interesting stories today to uh, discuss. One from down under, all the way from Australia. Could I, Mike? How'd you like to come on my boat? And uh, I'll take a walk about on my boat. I'll show you everything you got right here. I knew and there was a reason. I knew there was a reason he wanted to do that story first. That actually mm-hmm. had nothing to do with it. But uh, just, I, I just disagree. wanted to show off my Australian accent. Is that Good, I, I like it. Good on you. Yeah, that's <laughs> okay. I, that's all I got. But uh, it happened in Australia, <laughs> and uh, it got quite a bit of news around the world because uh, it involves trailering your vessel what outside your house, and he uh, just uh, you know created a neighborhood stink. Or something, or explain exactly, Patrick, what happened. Yeah, how, how somebody who could take a story that has been around the world and has worldwide attention and still get it wrong. Get it wrong. Okay, well, that's why I said, <laughs> tell us what happened exactly. So, okay. So, uh, a, an ugly neighborhood dispute over a resident's right to park yeah. their boat on the street uh, has seemingly drawn to a close, but we don't really know for sure. But the owner of the vessel, after immense pressure from locals, uh, said that his boat will be moved in the next few days. Mm-hmm. So Yahoo News Australia reported that a silent feud, and a silent feud because this this feud has been taking place. Okay, first, they have the right to park their boat on the street. That is that should be made clear. That is, they are well within their right to do that. It appears to be a very nice boat that they keep covered. You know, yeah. it's not an eyesore or anything like that or an abandoned boat. Mm-hmm. So. Um, one of the locals there decides that they're going to go and spray paint a message on the boat cover, which right. is bad form. You that know? is bad form. Yeah, that's vandalism. That's uh, potentially a, uh, you know, that's, uh, you're breaking the law. You're going to potentially get arrested for doing that. Now, uh, I think everybody can relate to a situation like that. Yes, it is legal, but it's also against a probably a billion and one homeowners associations rules to have your truck or uh, you know commercial truck or boat parked out in front of your house or and that yeah, but they're not dealing with a homeowners association. Well, they're dealing with other people in the neighborhood that obviously you know they think just a regular un. Well, yeah, but that what is it? That's what cover. the HOA is supposed to you know enforce. They're not listening. There is no HOA. You, just what do you mean there is no HOA? There's a guy it, who's upset just, because the guy just, he feels is making his neighborhood value no, property values what, go down because he's parking his boat in the street. No, what they what they said was is that parking is at a premium in that area. Yeah, and boats on trailers tend to take up more room than a okay, car. Okay, well that's true, but I, but, but it also in, if he's parking in front of his house, yeah. Well, be a, he, yeah. Here here's where it gets a little okay. sticky. Okay, so the owner of the vessel. You know, noted that they have a permit. They went, they went, they got the permit. Mm-hmm. They have a legal right to park it. 
Right. Okay. So they can park it in the street. Uh, they live on the street. Um, and part of the permit issue is after so many days, they're after 28 days, they're supposed to move the boat to uh, another spot, like another block away. Okay. Which is weird to me. Yeah, that is. But, I mean, I'll 20, tell you, like in, in our neighborhood, we got a 48 hour rule. Like you're allowed to park your boat, you know, on the uh, on the street. Say if you're washing it after you've been out on the weekend, you got about 48 hours before you could potentially get a you know letter from from the management company or they say, hey, you're breaking the law or breaking the rules. You know, have a little respect, move your boat, and that kind yeah. Of but thing. your 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 HOA also has a 24 hour Greg Holt rule, which is if the boat's <laughs> in the neighborhood for 24 hours, Greg is knocking on your door. Hey, can you take me boating? It's lobster season. <laughs> right. It's lobster mini season. Well, that's Let's a, go. That's the uh, that's one big solution that you can <laughs> use or play to resolve the potential conflict that you're creating with your neighbors. Like, hey, yeah. you want me to move? I'll tell you what. What if I take your boating? Okay, no problem. Parking here all the time. You know, a, a lot of it is is like you said, just communicating with your neighbors and if you find out they're a little annoyed that you're parking your big vessel in the in the street or whatever because it limits parking or they feel it affects uh curb appeal or whatever you got to talk you got to communicate uh you don't go up to the boat and spray paint it which is what these guys did in australia that's only uh, that was definitely not the way to go about it that's yeah, a little passive aggressive oh a little are you kidding I mean, well, this is coming from the king of passive aggressive. Go on, Greg. I don't know what you're talking about, but regardless, <laughs> um, you know, th- th- that's what he, he sprayed. What on it? We can't even say what he sprayed painted on the boat. Um, is that right? F asterisk asterisk K it off. Okay. The only the only good thing about it is he did it on the cover, not on the boat proper. So, yeah, but here's the thing: those they're still cost money. Way. Yeah, they're, I know that they're they're thinking the wrong way in two th- in two different ways. One. They have a legal right to park it there. Is it what you would desire to, because parking is at a premium? Probably not. No. But they have the right. They obtained the permit. Two, why wouldn't, and this is, a, again, appears to be a very nice boat. And if these are very nice boats that are parked in the street, I'll tell you what. Again, somebody like Greg is probably making every effort to make <laughs> them their friend. That's right. You know, of course. like, hey, can you, do you need help washing it? Um, you know, it, because... Here's the here here's the cool people. Yeah. These are the cool people. Cool people own boats. We mm-hmm. know that. That's why Greg doesn't have one. So <laughs> wrong. <laughs> cool people also don't drive on the rich line. Oh jeez, here we go. And I'm the one right. who's passive aggressive. <laughs> oh, that's that's not passive aggressive. That's just funny. Uh, um, okay. So why not be a good neighbor and take opportunity to introduce yourself? And if you truly have an issue with this, find out what the deal. Seek first to understand. And, and supposedly there are other people parking their boats there. And he also mentioned that there's a BMW that's been sitting out in the street for who knows how long. Right. That hasn't moved. Mm-hmm. Um, we have rules in our HOA. We cannot have a boat or or even a um, camper right. out front for more than 24 hours. And, mm-hmm. and It's pretty standard but have, stuff. But we have yeah. people... That park in the street all the time. They're not supposed to. 
Uh, the city doesn't have a rule that says you can't park in the street because we have city streets here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the association does, but they don't really enforce it. Uh, and I have neighbors constantly parking in front of my house instead of in front of theirs. For some reason, they like to park in front of my house. Well, they can. It's a street. You're allowed to park. Yeah, I know that. But, but, but once again, you- it's an issue of uh, is it good form for your neighbors and respecting your neighbors. And like I say, you got that's uh, Patrick's right. You do. You got to communicate. You got to talk with everybody and and do that before it gets into a situation where you're you're doing nutty things like spray painting on the guy's boat or car or whatever because you don't like the way they're parked on the street. I mean, that's just that's just bad form anyway uh, to look at it. And that's not going to solve the issue. It's only going to escalate it to a level where okay, well you did that to me. Well, I'm going to do this to you. I'll show you, you sob. Right well, again. A couple things to look at. One, you're you live in Australia. You're on a freaking island, yeah. okay? Um, and most people in Australia live towards the the coast. So again, maybe this is somebody you want to get a chance to know in case the zombie apocalypse happens and you got to beat feet. Yeah. Okay. Right. Exactly. Because that'd be the only way to survive. Uh, Pretty much. And the zombies can't case, swim. Right. Yeah. In Barry's case, they're parking in front of his house because they know Barry's one of the cool people. He has a boat. Cool people, cool boat people find other cool boat people. We yeah, but know. he does. They don't know because he keeps his boat in his garage. He doesn't. No, even- no, it's a vibe. You can go by and you're like, ah, that guy's got a boat. That guy's got a boat. Avoid that guy's house. He's got a Honda Ridgeline. You can smell it. <laughs> you can smell the boating on Barry the Boater. It's kind of a musky. You know, oh, neoprene, oh, rotten musky. kind of smell. <laughs> hey, still, yeah, you can pick it up. All right, more Got coming it. up on the world of boating. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Ahoy, sailors and sea-loving scalawags. Do you feel lost at sea when your boat needs an upgrade? And does installing electronics make you want to walk the plank? Well, shiver me timbers and fear not, because MPI, Marine Professionals Incorporated, has come to the rescue. MPI is ready to steer your boat into the digital age. That's right, mates. The installation gurus at MPI can install the latest navigation gizmos. MPI installs all the major manufacturers of state-of-the-art entertainment systems. Arr, we've got speakers that'll make Davy Jones dance. And screens so sharp, you'll think you're watching Pirates of the Caribbean in 3D. So, if you're ready to sail the digital seas in style and party like a true buccaneer, call me mates at MPI, 954-763-4161. Or request your free consultation now at marineprofessionals.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK 
resin to their exclusive Power Claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Come on, Williams, what are you standing around for here? Get on board. Get on board. Don't fret. Don't try to This is the world of boating. Gregor first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. Okay, so park your boat on the uh, on the street. You might uh, piss off your neighbors. I think uh, you know this is a classic, classic issue. And really, I think the key to uh, resolving anything like that is communication. Talk to your neighbors. Don't. Don't just assume they love boating. They may not. They may, if you talk to them, like, and then you offer to take them out on the boat, or you find out, like, hey, it kind of bugs them that you're taking up so much space on the street for parking or whatever, and maybe there's something you can do to accommodate them. A lot of times, you just don't even realize that you're upsetting somebody like that, and you just need to be aware of it. But don't take matters into your own hands uh, by, uh, you know, sending them a nasty letter or spray painting. (laughs) You know, if you're the one that's annoyed, don't just go up and spray paint their boat, f you, and move yeah. your dang uh, vessel out of my uh, out of my parking spots or something. That's just not the way to go about it, Barry. Come Greg, on, Greg stop is it. The, Greg is the ambassador of boating. Well, I, I'm not the ambassador of boating, but I mean, it's common sense if you think about it. Yes, it is. And uh, unfortunately, it is a pretty common thing that uh, i think boaters encounter quite a bit and i think a lot of times if you you know don't have a boat and you see someone else you know you know doing that and they're parking their boat in the street i don't have a problem with it as long i mean in our in our neighborhood we do have the 48 hour rule like barry you said it was 24 for yours Mm -hmm. and you know but people you know they go out boating for the weekend they come home they got to wash it off and get it ready to get put away and and then they you know it may sit there for a day or two okay that's fine now if it's going to be there for a whole month or something okay all right look you're, you're kind of abusing uh the rules that we all agreed to and you know you are taking up a lot of space this is kind of looking ridiculous come on have a little respect for your neighbors and you know, yeah, a lot don't, of absolutely. It's, yeah. Don't don't do anything like go out on you know eBay or Amazon and find a valve stem removal tool. Um, what? Or, uh, huh? 
Well, a valve stem removal tool. What are you going to do with that? Remove a stem? Oh, no. You, yeah. Yeah. Let, the, let the air out of their tires, and then you put the stem back in. So you haven't really damaged anything. Wow, he really thought this one through, Barry. You know what Sounds I mean? Sounds yeah, like there, something there, there he may, may, may have, have been a time. Youth. Okay, <laughs> interesting. There may have been a time when I carried one. So it was you! <laughs> <laughs> he knew that way too well. I got cameras, though, now, so I, I'll, I'll yeah, catch you next time. Anything. Uh, yeah, But, yeah, I mean, you know, it's uh, you, you got to just be aware. You talk to your neighbors. If they're fans of boating, it it may not bother them at all, but but don't just assume they're okay with it. You know, Mm -hmm. I think that kind of goes along with boat ownership responsibility. Right. And don't don't park in front of your neighbor's house. Well, park in front of your own house. And if it's assigned parking, you know, especially if there's a name on it of an employee that, you know, may have been, you know, working for the company since they were 18 years old. And it's clearly marked with a placard with their name (laughs) and the year that they started. Stop parking in my spot. 1962. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think also you shouldn't assume that all people like boats uh, in the front, uh, in the driveway, in the front of their house or whatever. They, in they Australia, may... you better. Nope. Nope. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, I, everybody can just don't assume, assume that. I mean, you know, if you have a boat, yeah, really the best place to store your boat is usually not in the front uh, of your house on the street, but they're or not the storing it. Well, I'll regardless, I'm just saying, if you're leaving it there all the time, no. that's not a, a, a good storage uh, place for a boat in <clears> general. <throat> Most of the yacht captains I've ever met have always been either Australian or British. Okay. So you know, there's something about being on those islands out there that makes Thanks, them. Thanks, Barry. All right. All right. Well, There's other that. than Captain Patrick, I mean, you know, <laughs> Jeez, he's the man. only American captain that I know. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow. All right. So you don't agree with me on that, though, as far as like you what? shouldn't be storing your boat in front of your house. Now, of course, I I'm disagree. talking about suburban uh, neighborhoods. I'm not talking about if you have a huge lot and well, you kind of separate. You, you don't want to do that in Miami anyhow, because it's going to get stolen. That that's that's like okay. putting a sign up that says "Please take me." Well, well, pr- pretty much a- anywhere in Miami is in Miami. So you yeah. can have it on a secured lot. Yeah, you, but yeah, what, you but, could but, put it on your side yard and lock it, and they'll still come in and steal it. Well, maybe, but regardless, it, it has nothing to do with security. It has to do with uh, respecting the neighborhood and stuff. That's why you exactly. have all these HOA rules that don't allow you to do this kind of stuff. <laughs> if you're you live snob. where there's an HOA, snob. come on, oh, you're geez. snob. No, you're you're the same guy. If okay. If, if they were parking, let's say Barry pointed out this BMW that had been parked there for a while and hadn't been moved. But let's say it's, it's a running car and let's say it's a 1967 Volkswagen that's all rusted out and is parked there. And uh, be honest, breaking the like rules or and with dents and everything like that. We've had it and, and they've gotten yeah. notices from the HOA for it, too. Yeah, You're I think he, I think he has a kind those of, VW buses. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Hey, they make they have a new electric VW bus coming. Well, out that's soon. great. That's good to know. But yeah. is, hey. if it looks fine, it looks like a car, and it's fine. But if it's all rusted and beat up and crap and stuff, and you're turning your front yard into a junkyard, you're going to get complaints. Not yeah. everybody's going to be on board with that, Patrick. That's why you have those rules in place with the HOAs, whether you like you it know, or not. You know who's not complaining, Greg? Who? The pontoon boat market. They're not yeah. complaining. Okay, so it's a pontoon boat. You're no. saying? Oh, okay. No, 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 no. no. Would, 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 you, would you like to know why the pontoon boat market is not complaining? No, I'm wondering why. Okay, because uh, Insight uh, just released their projection 
uh, going to uh, 2025 as far as the expected um, growth, the uh, compound annual growth for the pontoon boat market. Um, any ideas where they are currently at? As far at as uh, revenues yeah. for pontoon boats uh, yearly. Uh, yeah. That's ju- what you're talking about? Just, just yeah. So hmm. I think- if I broke it down by category, the way that they've got this, it would take a whole segment of the show. So I'm not going to do that. But pon- let's just say uh, twin and tri pontoons, uh, where that market is at right, well, as of 2021, and where it's projected to go by 2028. Okay, is this so worldwide or right USA? Now, worldwide or USA? USA? I think USA. Uh, All right. I'm going to say uh, it's a $2 billion a year market in the USA for pontoon boats. I'm going to say it's $2.13 billion. Oh, oh Barry, you currently. are right. See, the CPA what? is coming through. It's amazing. <laughs> no, when you, you know. have the friggin' story in front of you, you <laughs> cheater. I did my homework. There's a difference. You don't do your homework. I just uh, took an educated guess, which makes yeah, me Yeah, I'm sure. You ingenious. just forgot what you read. You're welcome. And I know where the projection's going, and I find that difficult to believe, but maybe not. How many years they're uh, doing this? They think it'll... 2028. 2028. There's a new yeah. figure. Obviously, it's above $2.1 billion. We'll find out what it is next, right here on the World of Boating. Listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spider webbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. You have successfully navigated the sea of commerce. And now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. I'm strong to the finish because I eat me spinach. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate. Captain Patrick, Barry the Boater, running out the crew. Okay, so uh, about a $2 billion uh, dollar market for pontoons uh, in the USA. Now that you've looked up the story. What's that? Now that you've looked up the story and decided to do your homework. No, that's what I said when I guessed oh, I $2 know, billion. I okay. I, didn't, I haven't looked at the story yet. Okay. But what we said in, what, in about uh, four years, 
four or five years, I expect the pontoon boating market to exceed that, obviously, mm-hmm. because uh, Captain Patrick alluded to that, you know, it's growing um, exponentially. And what do you think it's going to be five years from now, according to what Insight, who is doing boating research? So, uh, I don't know, we can guess. You want to, well, Barry knows. So I'm the only one who hadn't seen the story. So I'm just going to say it's going to double in five years. Is that about right? Or what is it, That's Patrick? about right. Okay, about well, right. there. Once again, I yeah. am a genius. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'll be here all week. I, well, I just for find the next that, 30 and, minutes. and actually, hey. I, I was reading it. it this is global, I guess. Yeah. Oh, great, it's global great way now. To, great way to drive people to our website or to the Facebook page. You don't have to read the story. You can just guess like Greg. <laughs> well... But that's, a, that's genius marketing. No, you go you go to the research to reaffirm <laughs> your beliefs. So there but you I'm go. But just, I'm just, just wondering where this this four billion dollars worth of pontoon boats. I mean, what is it? I guess people are all just hanging in on the inland waters now, or on the rivers and canals. oh, if you if you watch if you watch the uh, the web the the guys who film out at Hallover. You see the occasional pontoon boat trying to make yeah, its way. Yeah, trying well, to make them, it out. Yeah, they're making no. them more, uh, you know, more seaworthy now. There are yeah. some that no, can no, do no, it. No, 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 no. You go out all over. You ever seen a submarine? That's what it looks like. <laughs> well, it used to be that pontoon boats were only for lakes, rivers, and and that kind of thing. But they do make some of them that you can take well, out. Uh, you know, yeah, Jeff's they, boats are the dive uh, yeah. guy that we go with. His boats are, but they're huge. They're forty, what forty five foot. Well, those right. are all more. Those are more like power cats, aren't they? Yeah, they yes. are. Yeah, they're power cats. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, they're still they're like pontoons. They're you yeah, know, they got a, a pontoon. No, because, because, no, no, because a power cat, you're gonna ha- you're gonna have a deeper draft. You're gonna have a deeper V. You know, your dead rise is gonna be way different than a pontoon boat, which by and large has <laughs> just sits on top of. Well, them. they're on they're on top of. Uh, they used to be. It looks like oil cans at one time. Right. I think that's where the idea came from. But they've made them much more hardy over the years, where they can take uh, rubber yeah. seas. BRP's making them out of plastic. It's okay. awesome. Well, you know, they're not just the pontoons anymore. They, I mean, some of them have full hulls. and like they're enclosed and stuff. No, if they have a full hull, it's not a pontoon boat anymore. Uh, I don't know. Is it technically <laughs> well, if they have then, the pontoons encased in a hull, it doesn't count anymore. If there's an open, inca- why would you why encase would you pontoon boats in a hull? Well, because you can uh, make them more hardy, <laughs> more like a design school, did more you like a cat from, design, right? like a hybrid between a pontoon boat and a. And a what, what purpose would it serve to put internal tube structures inside a fiberglass hull? You gonna okay. shoot torpedoes out of it? Is it a caterpillar drive? <laughs> I like the torpedo idea. <laughs> All right. So you're saying as soon as you put uh, fiberglass on it, it's no that longer Patrick's a pontoon. Crying. Is that what you're He's trying cr- to tell me? Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. I, I don't okay. know if that's breathe, totally Captain, accurate, breathe. but whatever. <laughs> Greg, if you were ever going to believe me about anything and trust me, Believe me, trust me on this. If you, I'm going to look it up. I'm not just going to take your word at, at it <laughs> on this. Pontoon boat. Are, are there not more pontoon boats that are not that, that are not made out of just aluminum they, pontoons? There's yeah, more to them uh, than that. Yeah, there, there's there's trihole pontoons that use aluminum pontoons, but I think that the idea of the pontoon were originally just these metal cans, right? And then you yeah, put well, a deck I know, on but it that's and, what I'm saying. They've kind of yeah. morphed into a little bit more of a hybrid over the faster, years. Yeah, you, yeah. there are some and out more there hardy, that, that, more able to, you know, uh, take on you hit a, more you difficult hit a, a conditions. Four foot wave with that thing. 
Well, I mean, it's not going to be the same as a deep V hull no, design exactly. ocean thing. There you well, go. exactly right. But I'm saying they're making them. They're making them better where they, they can are. handle rougher seas. <laughs> and you That's know what not they what can't you do. said. Yeah, I know. no, I, you can actually enclose the top and make it into, let's say, a house. Oh, well, you a, could call a it house, a, a houseboat. A houseboat. Wow. Who would? Who do we know would need something like that? Who would want to live aboard a houseboat, Greg? Mm, I don't know. I, uh, the maybe a second home because when I, on the original line could never pull it. Oh boy! <laughs> when, when I was growing up, houseboats were the thing down here, and I saw plenty of docks with them. Right. Um, I thought that was the coolest way to live. Yeah, you but know? you you didn't get one though. No, I didn't. They kind of no, died cause, out. Because uh, Barry's cool. What do you mean they he's died like, out? I'm not going to be a dork. They, the areas where I used to see them on Miami Beach, there used to be a lot of dockage that had houseboats. Mm-hmm. And those are all gone. They all You'll sank? You'll see docks. No, the, <laughs> yeah, I hope not. They they kind of disappeared, but I think that they're going to come back. I okay. think, you know, for, well, like the, well, like the going to double in five years like product? the pontoons? Well, I don't, I don't know, but I think that because it's so hard to find housing nowadays, people have to start thinking. The pontoon boats the will be returning to Miami in 2028. Yes, it, is, okay. it is the time of the return. All right. Well, well Patrick, in, in your you know bird's eye view of the he industry, why me. do you think they're saying the pontoon entry you know industry is going to double in five years? What is your um, thoughts? Why? Because one... You have a cost basis, which although not inexpensive, they are less expensive um, than your traditional fiberglass um, boat of, say, that type size. You can get a wider beam and not necessarily need to exchange that for length um, on some of those pontoon boats, which gives you a larger area to entertain while you're out on the water. And the versatility of pontoon boats over the last 10 years has increased where you have pontoon boats that will actually get on plane. Uh, They have planing hull tubes, if you will. The power choices, especially with the outboards, have really kind of revamped that market. And you've got them designed now for water sports. Okay. So, yeah, basically it's it's a perfect family boat if you're staying on the inland waters they well, they, I would agree, uh, yeah. but but they've made them a little bit more. They've they've increased their market size or more made them more of a They're broad appeal yeah. type of uh, you know watercraft. Yeah, it is. Yeah, as long as you a, don't like yeah. the Lego boat, you're all right. <laughs> the Lego <laughs> boat? No, don't don't ask. That was at the Miami boat show. The what C-Doo is that? Switch. Please we fill us it in. The Lego boat. It's, it's the Sea Doo Switch. Yeah. Oh. And it looked like a big leg, like someone had taken giant Legos and built a boat out of it. It was most interesting. Hmm. But I mean, you know, you think about the original pontoon boats of someone took some old cans and stuck them underneath uh, four by eight sheets of plywood and stuck an engine on the back. And what they've made now with all the accoutrements have made it a really nice um, family vessel to go out and spend the day on. Yeah. I mean, do you think they've done good things, uh, Patrick, in that regard? Yeah, I mean, again, they, they've won. I mean, if you were talking about pontoon boats of 20, 25 years ago, there was always an issue with the upholstery. There was an issue with the structures, you know, everything above that was basically secured to the decking. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as its durability, uh, it, it, its ability to weather the sun and the elements. And that has changed with advancement in materials, with advancement in foam backings and things like that. Um, they're going to getting rid of 
of course, the wood going to composite materials. So really designing it to last a lifetime where I think there was a, a point in time where with pontoon boats, it, you know, at about the five year mark, you were probably like, all right, time to unload this thing because it's going to start to fall apart. Mm. And that doesn't say, and not to mention the cantankerous nature of outboards 15, 20 years ago. And you have a much better product powering that now. So it's, it's again, I think with the versatility, what they've been able to do, especially with water sports, it's opening, it has opened up that market to a whole generation of boaters that hadn't considered it before. There you go. And it's going to double in size in five years, according to the research. More coming up. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast oh look at this so much fun you'll ship your pants you'll ship your pants bro this is the world of boating gregor first mate captain patrick barry the boater and we are now joined by jerry the diver guy from our scuba radio show who has been flirting with the idea of getting a boat to live on in south florida and uh, matter of fact, I want to bring him on uh, towards the end of the show today because next week we're going to have someone on the show, Jerry, that you need to uh, listen to. Our uh, buddy Joe from Motor City uh, Boatworks on YouTube oh, is oh, going to yeah. join us next week on the show, and he specializes in in fixing up old vessels. And you know the the biggest caveat for Jerry and his boat purchasing uh, adventure has been he doesn't want to spend any money. So, well, now, I don't want to seek a lot of money into that. Well, I mean, it's well, a boat. you own a boat, you're always But it is a boat, so it's right. bust out another thousand. Yeah, yeah. Initially, you know, Jerry came to us, uh, f- I don't know, it's probably been a year now, and he said, uh, well, I said, well, how much you want to spend? Well, how, what do you want? Which was something you could live on in around the 35-foot range. That's a pretty substantial vessel. And I said, okay, how much you got to spend? He goes, I might be want to spend, you know, five, ten grand. I'm like, what? What what do you what do you want to live on? A raft? Five or ten grand. I knew it was going to be more than that. Well, I told you I like, look, if you're not gonna look at at least a thousand dollars a foot, you need to go back to you know, uh the drawing board. It's not that Patrick even now. Says I mean, it's she's be more. It's about five grand a foot now. Well, I'm, I don't I, know if I'm that's. Telling, the, I, I'll tell you right now, though, that Joe from Motor City Boatworks has spent substantially less, and he might have a, a an option for you that might be a little bit more in line with what you're thinking. But first, let's hear what uh, Patrick has to say. You say a thousand a foot isn't even a starting point, or what do you now, think? I, I, I've, I've I've got and and this is an. I know we've kidded Jerry, you know, the last 10 years he's been looking for this boat. Yeah, right. Uh, it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've sent him <laughs> ads on John boats and mm-hmm. things like that. And so, you know, you can put a tent in it and things like that. Yeah. <laughs> there, there is a, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. 
Okay. And this boat is up for auction through the government. It was just recently decommissioned. Mm. Okay. So this is a 1961 Tosh fireboat. It's powered with four Detroit diesels. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. This was actually up where Greg used to live. So this, this boat is, is actually helped put out the Cuyahoga River fire in 1969. Okay. okay. And you're thinking, oh my God, 1961. Here's the thing. This boat was in service up until this year. That's right. how well maintained this thing was. Okay. Right. But then it was decommissioned, which doesn't mean it sank, I hope. No, they got, okay. a, they got a new boat. All right. Okay. So this boat has four Detroit diesel engines. It mm. is 60 feet one long, 61 feet long. Wow. 16 feet wide. Maybe. Wow. The reserve price. Reserve is $5,000. Nobody has hit that reserve yet. Wow. Uh, so you've seen the pictures, right, Patrick? I'm, Does I'm it... on the government. I'm on the government government auction website. Right. You're going to make a bid um, yourself and then sell it, for, had ten, sell had it to Jerry bids. for 20? They've had 10 <laughs> bids. Reserve not met yet. Interesting. And, and this thing will probably uh, store, you know, handle a, a hurricane the way it's built. Well, maybe. Uh, now, I don't know. A I don't know if the, re, it, the, re, it, the story says the reserve price is five thousand dollars. Okay. So is it in the water as we speak? Or it is, is it in the, the water. All right. So it, we know it floats. You got that much. And here's the thing: this is a boat. In, in all seriousness, for what Jerry is thinking about doing, mm-hmm. not only as a liveaboard, but because of the history of the boat, you've got the potential there, certainly for dive operation. Yeah. You've also yep. got the potential there for Airbnb. Okay, yeah. interesting. This is I'm, a this is this is a good looking boat for for being. Would you not agree, Barry? No, I mean well, it would work great as a dive boat because it has low uh, gunnels on the sides. But yeah, but five grand. Would, I, come on, there has to the be room? something. Well, there has to be something that would make you think like, oh, this could be. A bad well, move. it's gonna it's gonna require some revamping to make it into something living because I would assume some of those engines are for just running the pumps, right? So you want to pull those, make more room to live in. I don't know. Four of them. That's uh, that's hard. Well, it's a fire the Bahamas pretty quick. Yeah, th- maybe. Th- this might be bigger than what you were looking for. It's got the the pilot house that I like. You know, kind yeah. of a traditional, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, rounded pilot house. Um, I'm listen. There are there are certainly worse boats out there for much more money. All right, well, send them the link uh, uh, to the auction. What do you think, Jerry? Does this sound like something I, you want to look I'll at? I'll look at it. If I agree, and I mean, heck, I'll, I'll hit the reserve. I'll right send them the a bat, picture of it. it. I mean, does it say it's seaworthy and everything's approved, or is Great. it? It's it. Tell it's it. Again, this boat had been in service up until this year. It was yeah. just recently decommissioned. There's right. no reason to think that there's anything wrong now. A prudent buyer would go and probably hire a surveyor and have right. him go check it out. Mm-hmm. But knowing that it was maintained for the city to be able to respond and put out fires by the water would lead me to believe a reasonably ex- a reasonable expectation that the boat, uh, as of the time of the decommissioning, was in proper operating condition. Right. Now, 60 foot long, though, that's going to be a substantial docking fee there, uh, Jerry. Oh yeah, yeah, but you you yeah. go on a live in something, you're going to need that room for your living as well as equipment for your guests. It's, hello, for your well, yeah, if you could have guests, but again, it's going to need some, 
that's where you know. Oh wait, let me tell you, this thing's this thing's got more spotlights on it. <laughs> on top of that, that could come house. in handy. Well, holy yeah, I mean, crap, man! Yeah, it's you know for putting out fire. <laughs> I would assume some of those engines are just for running pumps, though. That you should be able to pull those. Like four diesels. I yeah, mean, it doesn't make sense. That you know, it's almost like a tugboat. Yeah, but still, it's, it's got a it's got a place for a dinghy launch up on the aft aft deck house. There's hmm. actually a dinghy up there. I wonder if that dinghy comes with it. It's a rigid inflatable. Wow, mm. and it's got you're in the pilot house. Seriously, Jerry, you got to look at it. It's got the big traditional ship's wheel. You know, I mean this this thing you is better get on it, Jerry. This thing's badass. Send me a link to it, Patrick. Uh, yeah. Text me the link to it. Well, you just share it with everyone so someone can uh, listening right now can just outbid them. And then sell it to him. Oh, you are so double. nice, man. Gee, Greg, I love you too. <laughs> I'm surprised Patrick had done trip it. Out on the water. I'm surprised what? you didn't start this story out like, hey, Jerry, I got a boat for you. It's going to cost you a measly 10 grand. Listen, if, if, if I was at that point in my life where I was looking at doing something like this and I, I knew that I had a place to, of course, to dock it, um, you know, I, I, I'd take a shot at it, certainly. I mean, I've, I, mm. I, I've got I've got some cash. I mean, I, I and, and listen, Jerry, you want to go? All right, looking to uh, you know, kind of put up some. We're going to sell some partnerships in this thing. Uh, anybody in for five grand each? I mean, you got uh, Barry, you got Greg. Greg, uh, forget about Greg. Yeah, forget uh, about that. I, <laughs> not, I'm not going to pay anything. Are you kidding me? He's, of course, he's just the privilege to have me on his vessel is enough. You're welcome. <laughs> As much I, I, I actually like be. this one. I mean, this this yeah. is this is pretty sweet. You wow. know, and it's located not in Newburgh many, Heights, Ohio. Not too many boats excite Patrick anymore. I, the I fact just, that this one, does, yeah, because it's it's, it's well, just uh, well, just so we're clear too. It's in Ohio, so he cruise down the Ohio River and have to go around there to get it down to Florida because that's where he wants. Well, to Well, either that or you're going to have to. Uh, I mean, depending you on can't its height, trail this can you? No, it depending no. on its height out of the water, which you, I'm pretty sure probably. <laughs> Eats uh, legally, you know, even with a permit. I mean, where mm-hmm. I've, I've transported at 16, a little over 16 tall, and you know, right. that, that, that can be an issue. Well, you know what, Jerry Patrick's going to help you uh, run the boat <laughs> down to Florida, and uh, all you're going to have to do is give him a room or dedicate a portion of the vessel uh, to Captain Patrick. You know, a plaque. Name it, Captain Patrick. Will you? Okay, well, there you go. That's enough, isn't it, Patrick? What's that? Yeah, he didn't hear nothing. All right, on that note, we're going to wrap it up. Until next time, remember, whether it is sail or motor, life is is better 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 as a motor. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. Woo-hoo-hoo! TTFN, ta-ta for
for now. The opinions you just heard on the World of Boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.